Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It's the Morning Five. It is Friday, August 5th, 2022. It's always brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E. N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, we are 14 days away. 14, two days from tonight, or excuse me, two weeks from tonight. We will begin our football season, regular season. Nine. And tonight we get a little taste of it, a little bit, yes, little bitty tease of it. Yes, we do. I'm excited, man. I am I am uh, stoked for the games tonight. I'm excited. We're only two weeks away from high school football officially starting. Uh, but, I, dude, I'm excited just to go out to see these scrimmages, man. It's it's high school football. I know it doesn't really count, but it sort of does count. Uh, I'm stoked for today, tonight. Dude, I'm pumped. I am utterly, utterly pumped. It's going to be fun. Oh. We're we're back to football, dude, and and this is this is what I can't wait for. I mean, being able to do this is is so much fun. And you know, last year, you and I were kind of stuck in um, stuck in the radio station. This year, it's it's not that's not going to be the case. Yeah, we're going to be out and about rubbing elbows with the uh, big wigs of Carroll County, Harrelson County, and Heard County. I believe uh, invited to all the nicest suites that they have. At all of these stadiums, I know these are uh, stational plates uh, that have just beautiful, beautiful suites, right? We're going to get free hors d'oeuvres, I believe, as well. We're going to be treated like royalty is what I heard. Royalty. Royal. Yeah, that's what I heard. Looks looks like a beautiful night tonight as well. Just pulled up the weather. Uh, we're going to be around 80 degrees at kickoff. A little warm, but there's no rain in sight, and it's going to be about in the mid-70s when we wrap up. So a gorgeous yeah. night to open up the scrimmage season of the West Georgia high school football uh, sta- uh, season this year. Bryce, it's National Oyster Day. I can so get down with this. I am a massive, massive, massive oyster fan. So I didn't have my first oyster until like a year ago. And honestly, oh, wow. yeah, it was it was okay. Um, and, and I've only had fried oysters. I've never had just the regular you know, slurpy oysters. But I, I'm a I'm a fan of raw. I'm a fan of raw. I I will do fried. Um, I will do. Uh, what's the other one? There's there's another popular oh. one. No, it's it's like a fancy name. It's um, hell, I don't know what they're Rockefeller. Uh, oysters Rockefeller. Okay. Um, but they're uh, so you know Shuckers in uh, Carrollton, right? Yeah. They have a couple of recipes that it's it's just their recipe. I don't remember what they put on it. Uh, it's like it's like parmesan cheese and like some hot sauce and stuff. But if you if you want to try oysters again, Billy, I highly suggest going there because they do have a couple recipes and a couple ways that you can order their oysters where they fancy it up just a bit. Um, but they have some they have some good they have the good raw oysters they bring out with horseradish 
and uh, cocktail sauce and crackers and stuff that they can give you. But they also have three or four other options where they fancy the oysters up a little bit. And they're really good, man. It's, it's probably the best place around here to get oysters that I've found. You know where I got oysters from the first time? Porque. Jefferson's. I've never had Jefferson's oysters. Everything else I've ever eaten there has been really good. It was, it was just something on the menu, and my wife wanted to try it, so we tried it, and it was pretty good. Um, That's awesome. I'll have to I, try that next time we, we go to Jefferson's. I know you're going to get behind this one, too. It is International Beer Day. Yeah, um, yeah you know, I'm behind this. <laughs> A thousand percent. <laughs> A thousand percent. You're not an IPA person, but you can get behind beer. I can totally get behind beer. Not a massive IPA fan. I will drink it if it's there, uh, but I am a big beer fan, and it's kind of fitting that today is International Beer Day after the NFL kicked off last night, high school kicks off tonight, uh, and we have college coming up, but that's a pretty cool coincidence that International Beer Day coincides with the greatest sport on earth starting. Yeah, Georgia opened camp yesterday. Georgia Tech opens camp today. Pretty sure Ohio State opened up, uh, what, Wednesday? They yeah. opened up Wednesday. You are correcto. So it's college football is around the corner as well. I'm pumped to go to the scrimmages tonight, but let's talk about the Braves. The Braves lost to the Mets last night. Uh, six we don't have to. We don't have to talk about them. I know. We got to. Acuna and Michael Harris with two RBIs. Acuna's was a two-run bomb in the center, and it was a shot, man. Woo. Um, all right, so Billy, the new policy on the podcast is I'm going to talk every single morning that the Braves play about how bad Acuna is playing and the fact that he hasn't hit a home run in, uh, I don't know, almost 10 hours. So Acuna not playing well today. He has zero hits today and zero home runs, no RBIs. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Acuna. Uh, he's pretty terrible. Let's see if that formula works because it sure worked yesterday. He hasn't hit a home run in like two months. I talked about it on the pod yesterday morning. Yak City to center field. Yeah, it was it was a shot, man. Holy crap. Uh, Kyle Wright, oh, six innings pitch, six earned, four Ks. That's that's not a Kyle Wright outing you really wanted. Yeesh. Uh, that's right a uh, Barf City there. Wright is the first Braves pitcher to allow four homers in a game since Drew Smiley on August 30th, 2021 at Dodger Stadium. I remember <laughs> that game. Old <laughs> Drew Smiley. <laughs> Uh, it was a horrible game in, in Dodger Stadium last year. That, that was that was awful. Yes, it was. You're right. And, and to be fair, I mean that's that's really Kyle Wright's only bad start of the year. I mean he did have uh, two back to back starts where he gave up four runs and five runs to the Cubs and the Giants. But I mean outside of that, Kyle Kyle Wright has pretty much been automatic. Somewhere between one and three earned runs per start, and somewhere between five and seven innings pitched. So. Let's hope this is just an outlier in an otherwise glorious season for Kyle Wright. Speaking of Ronald Acuna, he he spoke after the game, and this is what he said. It's all part of the process, and I'm hoping for better days. But I have to say, for example, the knee with my swings, it doesn't always feel the same. Some days I have confidence in it. Some days I don't feel like I have confidence in it. It's not the same. So that could be why his season hasn't been the greatest, because his knees just he's worried about it and i don't blame him i mean he, he had to learn how to re-slide as well because you're not sliding on the same leg that you were sliding on before your knee injury right um so that's even you know something little that probably a lot of people didn't know or didn't notice uh you know 
I guess I guess it is what it is with the injury. I mean, he's back, he's playing, he looks healthy, but what we see on TV is not always the starch truth. You know, right. uh, a lot of times there's little hidden nagging injuries that people have after big injuries, even though they come back and are playing. So, you know, hopefully this is to blame for a lot of Acuna's struggles at the plate, and hopefully he continues to develop and gets more comfortable with that reconstructed knee, and we get the Acuna of old. Uh, it doesn't have to be now, honestly. It can it can be at the end of July, beginning of August, as long as we get him back to where he was last season before the injury, before the playoffs start. Bryce Atlanta United has a game this weekend. You probably guess. No, I'm not <laughs> at all. I, I mean, my excitement level for this team, man, the past couple of weeks has just dwindled and dwindled and dwindled and dwindled. I, I just don't. I don't know, man. It's it sucks. It sucks because I love soccer. I love Atlanta United, but watching this team week in and week out uh, has almost felt like a task or a hassle to me instead of something that I'm excited about. So I I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what comes up this weekend. We are at home, which is great. Uh, it's at 3 p.m. on ABC. It's going to be a nationally televised game. So I just hope we don't embarrass ourselves on national television. Uh, Atlanta United is currently f- do what Saturday or Sunday? Uh, I believe it's um, Saturday. It's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow at 3 p.m. on ABC. So Atlanta United currently sits four points out of the playoffs with 12 games left in hand. Uh, or excuse me, with one game left in hand. They have 12 games left in the season. They have one game in hand, which means they're they've played one less game than the team they're chasing in the eighth uh, playoff slot. Uh, Lenny United has never beaten Seattle in four tries. They have one loss and three draws. Uh, we're catching Seattle, though, at the right time, hopefully, this year. Right now, they're riding a three-game losing streak on the road, so we hope to continue that tomorrow and, and drive it up to four. Uh, we need to capitalize on shots. We, we've got to get them in the back of the net, which I know sounds stupid when you're talking about soccer, but we've had so many shots on goal, and they're just not finding the back of the net for some reason. Atlanta United has only scored one goal in their past three games and are winless in those three games. Two draws and one loss to the LA Galaxy. Uh, the defense needs to be in the right position at all times tomorrow and be alert. Uh, Nicholas Lodario has converted all 17 of his penalties taken, which is an MLS record. So positioning and alertness from our back line is uh, key. We, I, I don't know, man. This this team is sort of an enigma. We have a lot of talent. And seems like we have a lot of the guys that are in the right places. We just haven't been able to put together a string of consecutive energetic starts. I mean, other than that Real Salt Lake game, we looked okay versus Orlando City. But the past five games have just sort of been clunkers with moments of bright spots, but nothing sustainable. Didn't I see a tweet yesterday that we, we kind of – he tweeted that uh, we'll get two of our guys back tomorrow. Yeah, we get. I don't know if they have been announced that they can come and play, uh, but they are available. I don't remember who it was, though. <laughs> I retweeted it and I don't remember who it was. Um, but yeah, we, we are getting two guys back from injury today that will be available to be picked from the squad. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, tomorrow if they're actually in the squad, if they're actually playing. And, you know, Gutman came in as a sub last time we played, and he, uh, yeah, Ronaldo Hernandez and Brooks Lopez, uh, Brooks Lennon 
have both been upgraded to questionable for Saturday's Atlanta United match, according to the club's official injury report. So uh, Hernandez and Lennon will be available. Now, whether or not they're chosen uh, will remain to be seen. But I would assume to see Gutman as well. He looked pretty good in his substitute role. I'd like to see him get healthy enough to play 90 minutes. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Bryce, we're down to our final team, man. We've we've spent all summer or the last what two months every Friday talking about yeah uh, somewhere around there uh, high school football. Now we're down to Villarica, and and we're leaving Villarica for last only because of alphabetical. Uh, Villarica had a monster season last year. After going three and eight the year before, they decided or excuse me. Three and seven the year before they they decided to go uh, nine and three last year um, had a great season won the region for the first time in years um, under new head coach Tim Barron Tim Barron is now in his second year at at Villarica and looking to improve on what happened last year uh, our th- our three questions offensively what is the running back situation going to look like. Christ, you know, last year they had the three-legged monster, I mean, three-headed monster. Um, <laughs> uh, they had the three-headed monster back in, uh, you know, running back situation. Now I don't think they're going to have that. Uh, and if they do, I'm I'm interested to see who's going to step up into the other two roles. Because you know Harbison is back there, but who are going to be the other two, Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting because it, it's it's going to be somebody unsung because those three guys that were in the backfield last year so much were so successful and so good. You didn't see a lot of the backups coming in uh, just because they were overshadowed by those three amazing backs they had back there. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they if they run sort of the same. It was a it was a gun tee that they sort of ran last year with those three backs back there. It'll be interesting to see if that's the same offense they run this year if it is we know harvison will be one of those three running backs the other two is kind of a question mark we'll see uh i don't know when when's villarica probably next week they have a or no they have a scrimmage next week we're gonna see them next week they have a scrimmage tonight in troop county that's right down in troop county i forgot about that and next week oh they've got they've got harrison county next week maybe hopefully i want to say that Uh, so yeah at home next week if we get um if we get some tape on them this week it'll be interesting to see who's back there in the backfield with with uh harvison and herrera because we know jake herrera will probably be that starting quarterback there the the general for the offense yeah this offense is going to look it might not look vastly different to the fans in the stands but the personnel will be quite quite different Uh, i think they're going to lean heavily on herrera to kind of captain them down the field and just run it behind shivers man i mean an uh, sec commit already going to south carolina next year the kid is massive and billy i told you this when we went to the wildcat hangout shivers looks like he's in some of the best shape i've ever seen him be in in college or in high school he said he looks like he's probably shed 15 to 20 pounds of of baby weight and he said he's gained weight when i talked to him i I said you look great wow you lost weight he goes no i've actually gained it oh (laughs) that that is scary because folks i can tell you right now sitting in the fan shivers out there at practice looks leaner and when you can look leaner but gain weight, 
that means you have got that baby fat gone, and that is solid muscle that you have gained this offseason. Shivers looks like he is in fantastic weight or fantastic shape this year. Uh, second question, defense. Uh, last year was led by Harvison. It was weird. You know, Harvison was the, the – he just led it on offense and defense, but Harvison was the guy that you ran away from. Um, you, you're going to need – give him a blow especially his senior year you're going to need to give him a blow every once in a while who's going to step up on defense and take over and be that guy to that people run away from that's going to be that's another question i mean yeah that's that's another big question is you know double dubs not there to kind of clog up the middle i'm sure they have some other defensive linemen that are going to come in and fill his shoes that we just don't know yet but it's going to be interesting to see who that running mate's going to be with harvison to shut down that defense because the defense last year, I mean, other than the blessed Trinity game, the, that defense was a monster, monster defense that it was hard to do just about anything on because of the personnel they had. They could get to the quarterback. They could stop the run. They could prevent the pass. So it'll be interesting to see who takes over for a lot of these seniors that have departed. I, I have full faith in Coach Tim Barron that he is going to put kids in the best position to win and that he has some talented kids kind of sitting in the rows there. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see who steps up and who shines here in the first couple of weeks. Special teams, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, guys. Special teams was an issue for Villarica last year. Honestly, they lost the Rockmark game because of special teams. I mean, flat out. They had a, uh, in, against Rockmark, they had a game where they had a, a snap one over the punter's head and uh, it turned into a touchdown for Rockmark. Because it ended up in the end zone, and then, um, and they had a muffed punt that, uh, or a punt return for Rockmart that went back for for six as well. So, special teams is going to be key. I'm sure Tim Barron is going to get on it, and people are going to take take notice. This should be a better year for Villarica in terms of special teams. I think the key there for Villarica is just don't punt. Fourth down, baby, just go for it. There you go. Uh, season's going to be interesting. Uh, it is going to be every single game for Villarica will be called by hometown sports media. So Casey Bass and Clay Harden are going to be calling it. We're pumped to see that. Um, I know Villarica is pumped about that because you know anytime your your kids get to get called every single week, that's gonna that's huge. Um, as far as their schedule is concerned, they start off at Aniston and then they're back home against Northgate, right? Uh, yes. And then we got the big one. And we get Carrollton. That Carrollton game is going to be... I cannot wait for that game. Massive. massive. Huge. And then after that, you pretty much dive right into region play. I mean... And Billy, Billy, how concerned are you with that four-game stretch right there where they're on the road? I mean, they have almost a month straight of road games at Banneker, at Lithia Springs, at Chapel Hill, and at Mays. That's uh, that's oh. kind of a crappy run there for the Villarica Wildcats. Banneker, I'm not sure about. Uh, Lithia Springs and Chapel Hill, they they both they fought both of those games last year, but I think Villarica is a better team still than they were in uh, both of those. Mays, I'm not sure about because I haven't seen any tape on Mays or know much about them. So but that game is in. Um, in Atlanta on a, on a neutral seat. It's a neutral field, um, but it'll be, it'll be fun. Um, 
I'm surprised that Lithia Springs and Chapel Hill still have football programs after what my recruit, you know, what my class did to uh, did to them weekend or year in and year out. Every time I face them, figured figured they would just you know fold up and stop playing football after we embarrassed them every single year. But uh, apparently not. Apparently they're still playing. Congratulations to them. Uh, so outside of the Carrollton game, which I think we're both pumped for, what game are you circling on Villarica's calendar that you're most excited about this year? Week one, man. Are we? It's going to be week three, which is uh, Villarica's got the first week off. Then they've got Aniston on the road. I can't wait to see them at home. I want to see what the region champs do at home against Northgate. I want to see what they're doing. Okay. Um, mostly, I mean, I just want to see them. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to be able to see them yep. against uh, Aniston. So I can't wait. Honestly, that give me. Give me that Creekside game. That next to last game they play at home, October 21st, Creekside. Yeah. Creekside may be going into this game undefeated. They have a very, very good team this year. Uh, this could be the battle for the region title, honestly, going into week, uh, I don't know, the third, second to last week they play, uh, October 21st. That's the game I'm circling. Other than the Carrollton game, which it's not a region game, but it's pretty cool. And we got to come up with a nickname for it that I just haven't in, yet. In the historian sites the georgia um, historians football daily put out the their rankings and they said that villaric is going to end up fourth in the region this year wrong wrong <laughs> wrong sorry i'm, gonna, I'm just gonna go out here and just I, no they, they're gonna be battling i i think two is where they're gonna sit i believe they will be sitting around two okay um i'm not sure they can beat creekside i think creekside has a really good squad this year but Villarica is definitely going to have a home football game this year. Uh, playoff, sorry. Well, I'm pumped about it regardless. As am I. Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. We had some high school softball kicking off last night. Heard County versus Cedartown, a scrimmage at UW. I cannot find a score for this. I have looked all over God's green earth, and I cannot find a score for this. I I do see that Cedartown and Hurt County both confirmed that they did, in fact, play, but I can't find a score for it. Uh, at Chapel Hill beats Temple ten to two last night in softball, and as the year or as the uh, days start rolling in for uh, the school year, we will get more softball games played, and we also have uh, we should be able to get volleyball scores as well if we can get those in for the morning. We will pass those along to y'all. Uh, last night, it, I mean, yesterday was the greatest day of, of all time or of all, all year so far. It's football. Football's back. Raiders third string beat the Jaguars fourth string uh, 27 to 11. Billy Zamir White might be a dude out there in Las Vegas. I think he is going to get a lot of playing time out there. Probably is RB3 uh, third down back. But I was a big fan of what I saw Zamir White doing last night. Kid is talented. Yeah, Zamir is uh, in the, talented, in, though. And. The funny thing is, is the, it did go over the 30 and a half uh, point total for last night. So all you agents uh, like Bryce <laughs> that bet the under are, are um, yeah. having a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. We, I missed, I missed that. Did you really bet the under? Are you serious? Yeah. Dude. I mean, I was Dude. sort of live betting last night during the preseason game. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the the first half ended like oh my god! What was it? I think it was thirteen to nothing. The first it half was, it was terrible. It was a football game, and it, the point total was thirty and a half. You should have gone over. It was raining. You should. Moving on. You had Jared Stidham at quarterback for a whole half. Moving Come on. on. 
uh, in the NL East. The Phillies beat the Nats five to four. Let's look at the football, or it's the football. Let's look at the Stumpet games and events calendar for tonight. We do have a heaping of high school football coming in tonight. We got Heard County at Bowden. That's a scrimmage. Bremen at Rockmart. Central at Spalding. Mount Zion at Temple. And Villarica at Troop County. All of those are scrimmages tonight. Go out and support your local football team. It's going to be fantastic. They've been waiting all summer and fall camp to show y'all what they have prepared and what they've got. Uh, tonight is going to be a fantastic showing from all of these teams. And then in softball, we have Bremen at Carrollton, which is a scrimmage at 530. And then Bowden at Callaway, which is a round robin. Are they going to be in a tournament this weekend? Yeah, it's Billy? a round robin game or group of games at Callaway tonight. Awesome. Yeah, so fantastic. It starts today and I think it goes into tomorrow as well. Cool. Cool. And I believe all those football scrimmages start somewhere around 7 or 730. Uh, and get your tickets at GoFan. I did not know that last year when I tried to go to my first football game. Uh, everything is GoFan. You can't just pay cash walking up. Right. So don't forget to get to your tickets. All right, Bryce. Uh, I need some money, man. And uh, don't forget don't forget to give uh, our sponsor a shout out too. I don't forget that. <laughs> I don't. I don't forget. <laughs> Softer and dollar segment brought to you by Incredible Pulp Lemonade. Listen, guys, if y'all aren't following Incredible Pulp Lemonade on Facebook, do yourself a favor and do it. Uh, Steve Walker has pimpified his uh, little uh, inc- Incredible Pulp mobile, is what I'm going to start calling it. He put LED lights around the order window, and they bump and they jump and they play to the sound of the music. And it was awesome last night seeing that preview video of it. I cannot wait to see that thing out at high school football stadiums uh, for football games, softball games, and all that stuff this fall. That thing's going to look amazing. Billy, yeah. you, you know I'm a man that likes parlays, right? Yeah, yeah I know you're a man. Like- let's, go ahead and, let's go ahead and hit up our Braves parlay for the weekend. All right, follow me here. Long-winded. Acuna with a home run. Michael Harris with a hit. Austin Riley with an RBI, Dan's Bay with a run, uh, Ian Anderson over three and a half strikeouts, zero zero at the end of the first inning. Okay, that is a that is a fourteen thousand one hundred and ninety four bet plus fourteen thousand one hundred ninety four. That means if you bet ten bucks, you can win fourteen hundred dollars. A bad, a bad. There you go. There you go. I'm putting ten bucks down on. I do this every Friday, guys. I do this goofy baseball long shot odds uh, parlay, and I love these things. So I put ten down on that. Uh, this weekend, NASCAR is in Michigan. Give me Ryan Blaney to win at a plus eight fifty, and then we have the Premier League. We have soccer, English soccer coming back this weekend. Give me Mo Salah to score and Liverpool to win. I'm parlaying that at a plus three thirty six. And the closer we get to football season, the more bets I will have for you. But that's all I have this weekend. Not much going on other than baseball that you can bet on. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? I certainly do, my friend. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. If you need to buy or sell your house, give Hannah a call. She is fantastic. All right. Brittany Griner has been sentenced to nine years in Russian prison because... A Ooh, little buddy. bit of ash oil. Geez, geez, that's wow. That's a uh, yeah. I know this is a very political and controversial topic. Um, my view on it, no matter what she does, no matter what she says, uh, she's an American, 
and uh, I think we should stand up for our own. I, I don't care what her views are on anything else. She's one of us, and that's all that matters. Um, get her home. You know, I, I know there's a lot of people who don't like her because of the stuff she said, the stuff she, she's done, and uh, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I'm not going to tell anybody they're wrong for that. If that's their opinion and that's their view, then, buddy, you that that's yours. I'm not going to argue, and I'm not going to tell you you're wrong or, or try to do anything like that, but, but my view is she's an American. She's one of us. Uh, and, and that's all that matters to me. Get her home. Los Angeles Rams head coach uh, Sean McVay says Matthew Stafford's elbow pain is abnormal for a quarterback. Yeah, they were saying he's having elbow pains like pitchers have elbow pains. So they're bringing him along slowly in camp and just having him do some uh, modified workouts. Not something that you should be overly worried about if you are a Rams fan or a Stafford fan but it is definitely something to keep an eye on. In baseball, the Los Angeles Angels became the second team in Major League Baseball history to hit seven home runs in a game and lose. Oh, geez, that's not a that's not a record you want. I feel like the Los Angeles Angels are the Atlanta United of baseball. Like, they are vastly talented, but they underachieve every single time they go out and Insane play. Insane how good they should be, and they're just not... They're terrible. I mean, they got two of the best players in baseball. I know Trout's injured right now. He's not playing, but that team is is worse than the sum of its parts. Uh, Kirby Smart is telling his team to, quote, lock in and lock out, unquote. Lock in on what you have to do and lock out summer. I get it. Yeah, so he's. I get it, dude. I, I, I love Kirby Smart, man. I think I've been on the record saying that if Kirby Smart came into this uh, this house right now and Ryan Day was in this house and tried to recruit my boy, I, I'm a massive Buckeye fan. He's going with Kirby Smart to Georgia. Uh, I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great leader of men. Uh, I think he turns little boys into football players and, and men that you can be proud of. So uh, anything he says, I listen intently to because that guy knows what he's talking about. And finally today in 1973, the Atlanta Braves pitcher... Phil Necro, no-hit San Diego Padres, 9 to nothing, the first no-hitter for franchise history in Atlanta. Ooh, he turned into a pretty good pitcher, I think, Phil Necro. I think he was pretty decent, pretty right? Pretty decent, yeah. <laughs> hey, I got, a, I got one more update that I need to shout right. out. Uh, one of our good friends, Charles Jetmore, texted me yesterday. Uh, umpire training session next Sunday, August 14th at 3 p.m. at Mount Zion Recreational Baseball Field on Tanner's Beach road he texted me that and i told him i would definitely get that out for him on the pod uh, if you're interested in coach or uh, if you're interested in umpiring uh hit up coach jet Moore or attend the mount zion training camp on sunday i have a i have a buddy that lives at the corner of the uh neighborhood from me that started his umpire career out with jet Moore at rec and now he does like uh showcases for college baseball players and high high, high school baseball players and high school uh playoffs and all that stuff so there is a ladder that you can climb up and he's also been to mlb prospect umpiring camp down in florida you so you can start off doing rec and hey you can keep progressing if you're a good uh, good umpire Bryce, you got anything else that's you it man. tell the people where where you and i are going to be tonight yeah tonight we are going to be at the bowden uh versus Heard county scrimmage game tonight out in bowden so if you want to come out and say hey and tell us how bad you hate our podcast, then feel free to come out there and, uh, you know, just look for the biggest person in the crowd, and that That's will be true. me. That's utterly true. 
<laughs> That's the best way I can describe when people are looking for me and they don't know who I am. I'm like, look for the massive Viking looking guy with long blonde hair. That's that's exactly who I am. That's the best way to describe yep. me. All right. Uh, that's it for the morning five for Friday, August 5th, 2022. Pumped about tonight. We're pumped about the weekend. We hope that you have a great weekend and we will see you all on Monday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor. Just shake them.